Hey you guys, welcome back to The Great Conversation. We have been off for a while, but we're back and we had an amazing holiday over yes. the last month and it was crazy because I finally had my babies, two babies, twins, yes. but we also had a lot of family to, if you want to use the word, deal with. Navigate, navigate. More yeah. My family, they live here near us. We spend yep. time with them a lot. Often. And Ben's parents have lived here and now they are living away and they just popped into town kind Pretty of- much at the last minute yeah, yeah it was like hey we're gonna be in london for all of christmas and then like right. about a month earlier they were like we're well coming. for thanksgiving they just really it was yeah, the last minute true. and then for christmas they kind of came to at the last minute yeah. and so this episode we are going to talk we're going to have a conversation yes. with y'all and with each other comment below on your experiences yeah, about in-laws and really yes. how to have a good relationship with your parents and your in-laws and through your marriage with your spouse yeah. how can in-laws really be a good part of your relationship yep. because i know that it has been a constant discussion between ben and i yes. and really having that good relationship is something we have to work yeah. on all the time and with something also we discuss is the repercussions of if we talk badly about our in-laws or we kind of replicate the behavior of our parents about in-law drama, right. how that kind of feeds through to our children. Right. Um, so that's a lot of what we want to cover today yeah. and just unpack this conversation. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it can be a long conversation yeah. and we're really going to dig in today. So I hope that y'all find value. Get a, we... get a pour yes. of uh, whiskey or wine or tea or coffee and uh, join us. So really, I think our big thing that we talk about is having, at least from my side of it, is I want to feel like you're on my team. Yeah. Whether I'm right or wrong, mm. let's work together and make sure, yeah, like yeah. if I'm wrong. Because sometimes I think you're wrong. Right. Yeah. And I am wrong sometimes. Yeah. And I am in the wrong place in my mindset and my approach towards your parents. Yeah. I love your parents and we really do get along, but that doesn't mean that situations don't come up where I feel like the situation is not right or unfair and they yeah. probably feel the same way. Yeah. Too. And I would say like, we're both raised very differently. I think every marriage could kind of be, you know, feel this way. It's like, well, that's how we did it. Why can't you just be okay with how we did it? My parents pop into town. Like, why is that a problem? Mm -hmm. Like that's, <clears throat> excuse me. That's how I felt a lot during Thanksgiving when I was like trying to integrate them. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really easy because I was like, why can't we just integrate them? And you were like, well, we had plans. We had to respect those plans. And so we had to really just focus on agreeing with one another mm -hmm. more than anything. Right. And we've been married for, I mean, this is going to be our seventh anniversary coming up this coming December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so years. And so we're still talking about that. And I still feel sometimes like you are not in this family, in this nuclear family. You're still yeah. in the mindset of, I am my parents' child, and yeah. so I should be working oh. well with them. Yeah, I mean, I totally fall back on that. Like, I've noticed, like, throughout kind of the emotional uh, layers of it is, like, when they come to town, I'm, like, 12 years old again. Like, yeah. I'm, like, worried about what my mom thinks. Like, uh, and we have four children now. We just had twins, right? And, mm -hmm. like, I'm, like, worried about what my mom thinks and, like, more so than what you think, and that creates tension. And so it's like you have to kind of pull out of your family respectfully, as in your birth family for me, and kind of team up. I had to team up with you, and it was uncomfortable right. as much as it shouldn't be. Right. And it's not like I was – and, I mean, this is something that I think we as women have to really deal with before we get married and then in our marriage is that respecting our in-laws. And so I really do respect your parents. I love yeah. your parents. Yeah. And – it's not about me saying you should be against them and on my side. Yeah. It's more about just, okay, we are together every day. Sorry. We have our priorities and our responsibilities, our children that we are 
supposed to be working together with. Please yep. work together with me. I know you were close with your mom before. Yeah. And so let's let's try to work that in, but we should be priority. Whatever plans that we have yep. in respect of, okay, we've reached out to them. We have asked them what their plans are, but ours really are priority. Yeah. So like, I think one of the big things for context for, you know, people watching would be like, my, my mom basically came to town. We had a lot of plans in place for Thanksgiving. And she was like, hey, well, what if we do this? Or what if we do that? Like she really wanted to kind of re refactor the entire schedule around mm -hmm. like what she preferred. And, you know, for me, like I had to literally one night, I, had to, I was like texting back and forth for like three hours, like trying to respectfully tell her like, we're not changing our plans. And the interesting thing happened- But you can be a part of our plans. But you can be a part of them. But she really wasn't wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we had to like- in essence, I had to be a man. I know that might sound crazy. I had to like man up and like say, mom, we're not doing that and risk that emotional, like un uncomfortableness of telling her no. And like yeah. the cool thing was I told her no, like she didn't end up seeing us and the boys like that one last time. And I feel like when she came next time at Christmas, there was like a new respect that was laid in place. Yeah, yeah. And so like that was kind of pretty confidence producing for me and also like showed me, okay, I'm on your team mm -hmm. this time. Yeah. So that was yeah, a big thing. For sure. And I think as we talked through it more and more, I felt like through the years I had been making myself clear to you and you just weren't respecting what I was asking. But mm. I think we had one big conversation where it was yes. finally like, you understood what I was saying that I wasn't being disrespectful and I wasn't pushing them away. It was more just, Ben, this is what has happened. These, This is how I think it should happen. Yeah. And in the future, this is how we can include them in a very respectful way. And it was yeah. it was almost like a light bulb finally. <laughs> we just lost your- uh, You keep going. It was almost like a light bulb. I'll, I'll get it. Keep going. Um, It was like a light bulb that really happened that you were like, oh my goodness. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You're not being disrespectful, Annabelle. That's just how it could work. Streamline our family dynamic with theirs and it work for future events that you are trying to include them. Yes. But once we have plans, they really shouldn't We've got to lock into those plans for sure. Yeah, and, and that's not disrespectful. Yeah, it felt like it because my mom is somebody who likes to make plans. She likes she likes to kind of have control of the situation. She likes to be the one to make plans. Yeah, yeah, yes. I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, little like, you know, and we're like making this, speak to the camera here for a second. We're making this like super transparent, super open because if either of our parents catch this, Wow. It could be kind of sketchy. So just know yeah, that just, like- we would, Yeah, they would probably feel like, yeah. why are y'all talking about that? Yeah. But I really feel like this is something that so many people struggle, are struggle with. with. And we want to like be transparent and like as helpful as we can and like emotionally connect um, that, that it's okay to be going through this and like make mm -hmm. good decisions yeah. with your family. But take that struggle, that- that 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 thing that is really a problem for so many people, the whole in-law conversation, mm -hmm. and let's try to make it respectful for both sides. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, and that really, I felt like that was one of the things that we tried to nail down most. And I felt like I did my best at it. Obviously, you can't control how the person responds, but what right. you can do is like your best to respectfully set a boundary yeah. and stick to yeah. it. And that was like what you said a lot of the times is, Annabelle, we can always do more. We can oh yeah, that's my thing. Like we can always do more. And I'm like, okay, well let's look at yeah. our family and what we're doing yeah. and how we are reaching out. And if we were to do more, is it really the best for us for and our us? children? And will it actually make a difference? Right. And so that's what I was noticing is like every time I would do more, every time I would give more, every time I would sacrifice us more, yeah. it never ended up making the other team, like not us, you know, like my parents or your parents, like it didn't actually end up making Fine. anybody happier. So I was yeah. sacrificing us more 
and only producing a mediocre result. And mm-hmm. so in essence, I, was, I wasn't respecting us. Right. And we weren't agreeing, which actually made more tension when I showed up at the party mm-hmm. because you weren't totally on board and I was kind of emotionally like frustrated. Right. And so like we boundaries have been one of the healthier things in the situation. Yeah. And I do think, you know, the respecting of our in-laws is, it is so paramount to the future of our marriage. I mean, we're going to be in this for years to come yeah. till death do us part. Yeah. And our parents and our in-laws are going to be forever a part of our family. And so I think, yeah. hey, but it's okay. So I do think us and, you know, our audience as well, finding a way to respect your in-laws. As in your parents. Yes. And then <laughs> your my parents. parents. Is... It's crucial. And it really is, you know, we can say, okay, whatever, you know, I'm not going to respect I'm my gonna in-laws. I'm going to move to Gaza. We're going to be in a different just gonna city move out of here. and I don't need to respect them and I don't yeah. even need to like them or whatever. Yeah. And that's just not going to benefit me at all. If I were to take that approach with your parents, because there've been times where I've been hurt yeah. and times where I've just wanted to just banish, throw in the towel and yep. just be like, you know what? They live in another city. Oh, well, we're just going to, we're done. Yeah. And then through just a lot of reflecting and time to think. And it's like, okay, this is really going to turn around to bite me. Yeah. Cause I started to actually resent you in a few, in, in, a, in underlying ways. Like oh, we talked sure. about that and I was like, you were like, you're getting frustrated at me. I'd be like, no, no, no. But then I would realize the way I would speak to you when we're having conversations around my family was super frustrated yeah. at you. Yeah. Like under, like low key frustrated. And then when and we actually first- like hashed it out, I was like, I'm mad at you. And you were like, <laughs> Yeah, I kind of got that. And then we finally could move forward and past it. Yeah. And so because I was kind of just taking it. I was like, fine, fine. We just won't see my parents. It doesn't matter what my parents think or say, like, whatever, screw it. And then I was like, it came to a point where it was actually not true. Right. And that is not the relationship I want to have with you in years to come. Yeah. And it's not the relationship that I want to have with your parents because I do, when I'm with them, I do enjoy being with them and they're fun. And they are encouraging. And I I really, and that's even beside the point. I mean, I am supposed to respect them yeah. and honor them regardless of how they act. Yeah. But I do want to have that good relationship. And so I think that is that is so important that not just when we're with them, but we have four children looking at us and mm, watching the way them. that we are talking about Ooh. our parents and our in-laws. Yeah. And as children of our parents, we have seen them talk about their parents and their in-laws. And it's like, we look at them and go, why are you talking talking about about them? Those are our grandparents. We love them. We think that they're great. Why are you bashing them, bashing them in that way? And so if we turn that into our children are watching us and how we talk about our parents Mm -hmm. and our in-laws, what does that look like in 20 years when our littles We're basically taught them to complain about us. Yeah. 100%. And it doesn't matter if we think we're so cool. Oh, we're going to be the best. We're going to be the best in-laws. They're just going to love us. My daughter-in-laws are going to just want to hang out all the time. They do their nails. Yeah. You might, th- I might think that I'm that yeah. cool and that that's just going to happen naturally. But the fact is that that is not the story for most people. For, for no almost matter everybody. how cool you yeah. are. Yeah. So I like, perfect example, like we talk, like, my parents were like the coolest parents in the block. Like we had, we growing up, we had like boats and dirt bikes. And like, we, we got to go out on the boat whenever we wanted with all of our friends with like no adult supervision. And we were responsible kids, but still like my parents were like the coolest parents. Everybody want to hang out with my parents. And so I'm like, this in-law thing is going to be a breeze. My parents are going to be like the coolest. We're going to love to hang mm-hmm. out with them. Yeah. And then it turns out that when it's blended with your family, 
they weren't as cool as they used to be because of the dynamic. They are. They are cool. It's just all those friends that were boating with you. Yeah. They were just friends. They didn't, they went home at the end of the day. They oh didn't gosh, have true, to true. share a Christmas or a Thanksgiving or have to deal or, or have to figure out how to arrange a yeah. schedule yeah. around their schedule when parents just come into town yeah. or want to tell you what to do or tell you that. Tell you how to raise your kids or send you gifts or say it's okay to eat organic or not eat organic food. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. That's a different dynamic. And yeah. so it doesn't matter how cool, cool you are and relaxed are. you are. Yeah. We are humans. We have preferences. And when we see people that are related to us, we all of a sudden feel like we can our give input our, is so important. Right. Yeah. And and we can get frustrated so easily. Yeah. And so I just know for me, when I start to because I talk about my parents sometimes too, and then I'm like, oh my goodness, Bingley's listening. Yeah. How do, that's that's his babs. Why would I want him to hear me complaining in that way? About her. And one day he might feel like, oh, I can talk about my parents because they talk about, and you do it subconsciously, Yeah. but what yeah. are the habits that we are showing to our children? Absolutely. Like, what are we showing is acceptable and actually like the right thing to do. Like complaining about your parents is the right thing to do according to his little tiny brain. Yeah. Cause you know? that's just what you do. Yeah. I know you're not tiny. He's a pretty smart kid, but his smaller brain, his developing brain, his learning how to cope and interact in life. Yeah. Um, it's so, so important. So then from, from there, you know, after we kind of like talked like through it, like after we like really, it's okay. Okay. After we really started to figure out, okay, this is the issue. Then we decided, okay, now it's time to like make a plan. Like how do we, how do we get ahead of the wagon or get ahead of the pack or however you want to, you know, phrase it. Right. Because we are going to be in-laws one day. And, and though, no, I mean, I'm talking more about oh. like, we're, we're like dealing with in-laws now. Oh yeah. 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 So like, yeah. like, unless you want to keep talking about that. No, that's fine. Okay, so kind of like what, then we decided, okay, it's time to like make a plan. So we kind of remove this tension between scheduling with your parents and scheduling with my parents and plans and all that. Right, because even though we think in life, we want to just be relaxed and go with the flow people, the best way- Life will take you with the flow. Right. And And it's usually not what you want. Right, so the best way to Mm -hmm. feel like you're just going with the flow and, and on top of things, but still enjoying what you want to do is to have a plan and to let those people know, the people in your life that are going to want to spend holidays with you, that are going to want to pop into town just on random dates. And that happened to be the weekend that you were going to do that one thing with that one person that you hadn't seen in a few days. And so having a plan that you share with your in-laws and with your own parents, so in-laws either way, is so important. Let them know what your expectations are and what my expectations are so that they can feel welcome they can feel like they feel are wanted, wanted yeah but not just coming in and crashing the party in a yeah. sense yeah and there's a few ways to do that depending on like how your family interacts you know for us like the way we ended up deciding it was like super structured so we were like okay at six weeks we're gonna reach out to my mom and say here comes the holiday yeah what do you want to do yeah it is yours yep and then at, if you want it if you want it take holiday. it schedule it like let's do it at three weeks you're you, that's the cutoff If you haven't scheduled anything, we're going to make plans with either Annabelle's family or friends in town, whatever it might be. And if you call me at two weeks weeks and you say, I want to do this, I'll say, great, here's what we scheduled. You're still welcome to come. None of this is going to change. And that, you know, we we tried different ways and different strategies for over the past couple of years, but that is going to seem like, it's like the best way we can fight off like that. But what about this? And we'll say, no, we already called you at six Mm -hmm. weeks. 
It's now three weeks. Yeah. We couldn't you're just sit around getting, and wait. Yeah. You're not for, getting any leftovers, but yeah. we still had to like move to on. Something. with. We're not going to wait till the day of to make plans because we're hoping that you might come to town or you mm-hmm. might spring something on us. Like that was kind of our idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So for planning with the holidays, that is perfect. And then with other days that your parents text and say, we're coming that weekend, yeah. we do just have to say, you know, if we have plans, okay, we have to talk. Should we just cancel those plans? Yeah. We can move it to the next weekend yes. because they don't, don't come into town, you know, all the time. Totally. And so that's just something that we have conversation to conversation, but always with the mindset holidays. of holidays, yeah. yeah, that we have plans. But what I was going to say is always with the mindset of, you know, we we respect them. We want to make time for them. Yeah. How can we fit it in and really see them and give them quality time? Because your parents want quality time. For sure. And so if you don't have if we don't have that mindset beforehand of like we respect them and we want to spend time with them, then it would just be so easy to just shrug it off and be frustrated that they're just coming into town on that weekend that we had plans with friends. Oh, we were gonna go to McDonald's and have the the hotcakes and margin. Yeah, they don't have hotcakes yeah, anymore. <laughs> it was gonna be our day. Yeah. Uh, or Waffle House, because your family loves I, Waffle House. Yeah, I I've still have... never eaten Waffle House to this day. I know. And I'm gonna try and just take it to the grave. As your mom said, an American institution. I know, she went the other day and I still haven't been. I know. And it's pretty crazy. So, you know, for us, like, I think that's the thing, but then we have to, for some people, they really don't even like their in-laws. And so it's like, it's really this thing of like, you have to decide if you even want to be with them. Mm-hmm. And that's really like the big decision. Then you have to agree upon that between one another. And I think that really is the biggest thing is it starts in your house, in your marriage. Like you both have to be on board. And that's like more conversation we want to have here in the great conversation is like, how do you really get on board with your spouse? Because we all have our differences. I mean, luckily we agree on a lot, which has been super helpful in our marriage. But there are situations, you know, where we we don't agree on things. It's not often, but... You know, there's a lot of times we don't. And so when it comes to in-laws, you, the step one is deciding to agree and be on each other's team mm-hmm. and then make a plan that fits both families, yeah. you know. Um, and that's that's really what we've kind of boiled down to throughout mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks and months. And we're hoping into the new year. Yeah. This works really well. Yeah. And I think that definitely is where conversation has gone with us about, okay, one day we are going to be in-laws. We mm-hmm. have three boys and a girl. And so... You know, our little girl, Luzon, she might just, you know, completely leave us and never want to be with us again. Might happen. But for the most part, I think that, at least for me, I love to be with my mom. So she hopefully will want to be with me. But for our boys is where I was going with it, is that they're going to, if they get married, there's going to be three new girls in the family that have their preferences. They're going to be the leaders in their home, in the domestic sense of their home. The scheduling, like all that stuff. It usually is more of like... The like I'm working a lot and you're doing the scheduling, even with my family. Yeah. Like you're doing a lot of the scheduling. Yeah. And, and so yeah. those three girls are going to have their family, which means that no matter how cool I think I am or you whatever, cool. thank you, yeah. uh, is that they probably will have priority with their family. It's yeah. just the way that life usually goes. Yeah. And so for me, with our children, how can we be the in-laws that they are? And the parents to them that they just say, wow, that's so great. They work with us. Mm-hmm. They have conversation with us. When they come into town, I want to be with them. And they work with our schedule yeah. and so on. So right now, while we have such little children, this brings up so much conversation with us For about sure. how, okay, we do it, how, how can we do it differently? This is going to be us one day. How yeah. can we do it differently? Like your mom always said, this is my rule. When you're grown, you can do it however you want to do it. Yeah. And so same with us. 
you know. And that's honestly part of why we're making this video because we're like, we want to have a timestamp so we can go back in 20 years and be like, oh, what did we say we were going to do? Yeah. And so like, what what's kind of our plan? What do, what do we want to do in 20 years? I think the biggest thing that we talk about is that keeping the conversation open yeah. and being very good about communicating. Because yes. just like with me, I said for the past five, six years, I feel like I've been communicating well about how I feel about your family and yeah. how I want to include them. But still you were hearing something different and it was impeding our teamwork. Yeah, And so always with our children being open about how we feel about things yeah. and encouraging them to tell us so that when they're married one day and if they're living in the same city or town that we live in now, or whether they're across the country, having the conversation, okay, what do you and your spouse want when it comes to the holidays? How do you feel about this? How do yep. you feel about us coming into town? Do you want us to stay in your home or do yes, you want us to stay in a hotel? Oh gosh, yeah. Do you want us to come over the weekend or during the weekdays? Like what works for you? Yeah. And this is what works for us. How can we work together on this? Totally. And like, if, sorry, go ahead. No, good. You're like, like for instance, like the staying in the house or staying at the hotel, like I would love if my parents would stay here, mm -hmm. but like they, they don't want to, they like to stay in a hotel, you know? So it's like, I would want to be like, okay, here's my preference. I know, babe, like we want to stay in a hotel, but like, hey, Bailey really wants us to stay with them. So mm -hmm. like, let's make that work. Yeah. You know, so like for us, like, hey, what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? All right, we're there for you. We can do that. We can make it happen. Like just be so about them and what we can do to help them. And can we pick up the kids? So you guys can go out for a date, like, and sincerely say that and then do it, mm -hmm. you know, so really show up uh, when you're wanted and show up how you're wanted. It's yeah. kind of how we're trying to yeah. like, brace ourselves and, and, and approach it. Yeah. And I do think, you know, in life, really taking people at their word. If mm. they say it, then really Go believing. Like if our children ask us to stay in their home, don't be like, you know, they invited us, but they probably don't really want us there. Like if they invited us to stay in their home, let's stay in their home. Yeah. Even if we're a little uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Downstairs in the morning in my boxers and t-shirt making coffee. Right. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely think that keeping the conversation open is something that's always important. And it's something that as humans, we are usually so poor about is yeah. we, we think that we know what they want or don't want or what they're saying underneath that, yeah. that sentence that they just said, you know, whatever. But really just always having conversation with our children. And I think like going back to like current life and, and working through with in-laws is like, sometimes I can't tell what my parents really want. Mm -hmm. Like they're always kind of like, yeah, let's just do like yeah. whatever. And then like when it actually comes to the moment, mm -hmm. it feels so much different. It yeah. feels like it's not what they want. It feels like it's tense and uncomfortable yeah. and, and not right. Like yeah. we're not doing it right. And so yeah. I want to make sure even when we say, Hey, this is how we want to do it. Or, or, hey, how do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. We we like, we like we say, okay, cool. And we actually like, we yes. dive in, we commit, and we're like all about yeah. it. Yeah. And I think on my side of my family with like the whole in-law situation is that there's just poor communication Yeah, they like, together. they all went, they like all like booked out of here and went to Atlanta yesterday. And we had no idea. Yeah. And well, everybody, we and, like, while they were driving. Yeah, like, they're driving and they're like, oh, well, we turn all of our phones off on Saturday. But they live about 10 minutes away. So they could have stopped by on the way through and yeah. said, hey, we're going to Atlanta. Like, who wants to go? They're going shopping. They're going shopping. And your dad's like up working a, a, a shift. Uh, he's a doctor. So he's working a shift up in like Illinois. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on here? So communication. Left out. We got so left out. I know. <laughs> um, communication is so important. Yeah. Um, spouse, in-laws, mm -hmm. everybody. We should just all be talking more. Yes, <laughs> through and through. And so, yeah, that's something that we definitely want to do in the future is with our with our children being open with communication and with their spouse, not just talking to our children, but also talking to their spouse, not like yeah. having the side conversation going on with my boys. And I'm like, well, I hope 
their wife doesn't hear or whatever. You know, yeah, just always yeah. being open with the conversation. We'll have a whole other episode on that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and then another thing I think is that actually being there for them, like in times of need, not... Our children. Yeah, our okay. children. So obviously we're, we have a life of our own. Our children aren't everything and our yeah. marriage should always be priority even over our children. Yeah. But if we do want a relationship with them, we can't just be there when we want to be there and not be there when we're just you know busy doing our thing. Like if yeah. we say we want to be there for them, be there for them and having consistency in that. So here's the thing though, this might open up another whole other conversation, but that's fine. Um, we have to plan our lives now mm-hmm. in order to be able to follow through with what we want later. Yeah. So for instance, like a lot of times I think um, parents end up where like they still are working a, a job that requires so much of their time mm-hmm. or they're still having responsibilities that require so much of their time because they didn't really plan for that moment when they might be needed again. Because mm-hmm. right now we're needed hardcore as yeah. parents. But as we can become grandparents, if we want to be available, make sure there's nothing stopping us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to plan our businesses, our finances, our investments, our our time, mm-hmm. um, our, our travels. Everything has to be kind of have this vision of, okay, in 20 years, where do we want to be in a marriage and finances and investments in work? That would allow us to re-engage with our grandchildren and our children in a way that we can drop everything and, and just be there for them. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's a whole other conversation. We'll probably open that up in another podcast. But I just thought like, yeah, that's a good idea that we want to do it. How are we actually going to get there? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we have to be dis- discussing now as 20 something year olds. Um, because when we get, when, yeah, when we get there, it's like, okay, we didn't prepare. And now this whole idea of what we wanted to do is out the window because we didn't plan well. Mm-hmm. And so that's the idea of just building your life in a, in a way in which you can show up to your plans mm-hmm. prepared. And obviously market crashes and life right. happens, but, right. but, but we still have to make a plan. But we still have to make a plan. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's somewhere. Knowing that, okay, it might just get all it, blown yeah, out the if window. If everything goes well, here's our plan. Mm-hmm. If things hit the fan, well, you know, we did our best. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one area that as young people, um, we can often just be living life as a whim Mm-hmm. But I want to live life more on purpose so mm-hmm. we can be there for them yeah. at yeah. that time. Yeah. And then another thing I think just like <clears throat> for me, especially as the woman and as mom, is that I'm going to be very close with my children. I'm going to, I spend every day with them. Yeah. I am going to know everything about them. And that's going to continue into their teenage years. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden one day, especially our boys, they're going to <clears throat> be married to a woman <laughs> who all of a sudden is going to take their heart. Their lady. And everything that was once shared with me is shared with her. Yes. And I am every day already, I think, I I tell our boys, I'm like, you're going to leave me one day. You're going to love another woman more than me. You're never going to tell me anything. And I'm preparing for that. Yeah, you have to. And it is kind of, I mean, a joke right now because my oldest is three. And then all the other boys are under that. I still feel like you're actually trying to cope with it. But I am. I am coping (laughs) with it because one day it has to be reality. It has to be truth. And I have to live it and so I am I'm preparing myself now because I think that there's so many moms you were super close with your mom super close we I mean in college we talked almost every single day and I never had a couple hours yeah and I never had maliciousness in taking your heart I never was like ooh, I get all of Ben and she gets nothing that was never it it's that it happens naturally I have two brothers and they got married and and, went off and my mom had to deal with it and I was in the house watching her cope with it and it was hard she would say things like kip used to come or i used to sit on kip's bed and just talk with him for hours and Mm -hmm. he would tell me things and now 
that is his wife's role and it's hard. And so I think as a mother-in-law respecting the spouse of my boys one day and really being okay with it. And still, you know, there's a, there's such a fine line of like, okay, I still need to be interested in my son's life. I still need to ask him things because you still want your mom yeah, to ask you I still want her things. to care. And yeah, you it still ebbs and flows. Yeah, you still want to share. Yeah. But I think she's always trying to find that balance. And I think, yeah. you know, we don't always do well at finding that balance of being interested and engaged. But then when our sons don't share with us, really respecting that and being okay with it and yeah. respecting that, wow, his wife really cares. She's yes. taking care of him. She's doing everything that I would hope that my son's wife would. Like celebrating her, in essence. Celebrating that she's stepping up and fulfilling the yeah, role that yeah, you played. Yeah, me celebrating her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Be like, wow, like you you took on what I felt I was doing such a good job at, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I see you doing that and that's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Like, I love you for that. Mm-hmm. Encouraging her in that and not making her yeah. feel like you stole, she stole your son yeah. away. Yeah. And so, you know, on this side of it, being a daughter-in-law I often see that and I'm, I try to encourage you, Hey, share that with your mom because I'm thinking, Oh, I would want my boys to share that with me one day when they're only, you know, sharing things with their wife. Yeah. So being both, you know, both sides. Yeah. And we've noticed when I have shared like things that I'm doing in my business and then I haven't shared them, how much it hurt them. Like they Mm -hmm. were like, what, we're not involved anymore. We don't get to know anything. Right. And so like, yeah, we've had to be very intentional. Like you actually even text them sometimes like, Hey, Ben's doing this. Yeah. He's going here. And stuff. So that's also super helpful. You're very, you're very purposeful about that, which is awesome. Life always goes better when we're purposeful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Living life on purpose mm-hmm. is is definitely uh, a, a constant thread and a goal of ours. Mm-hmm. And we want to encourage people to also do that yeah. um, every single day. Yeah, because with that purpose leads to building a life that we love to wake up to, Absolutely. which is our ultimate goal. Yes, 100%. If you've made it to the end, thank you so much for hanging on with us. We're stoked to just be having this great conversation with you. Definitely comment below and let us know how you're working through the situations with your in-laws and through your with your spouse and just what you guys are doing to really win every day in life as it relates to in-laws. Uh, and also make sure you subscribe and keep an eye out for the next episode. We'll be back with you all soon.